How does pornography consumption create anxiety? Let's dig in. Okay, so first what I want to do is back us up for a few minutes and talk about the cycle of pornography addiction. I want to remind you how it works, just in case you have forgotten, because it is the foundational layer for understanding where anxiety fits into this whole puzzle. Okay, so when you began to consume pornography, probably at a young age, it is because your brain got this rush of dopamine the first time that you saw porn. And in that moment, this flood of dopamine went through your brain and your nervous system and it made it feel good. So dopamine is a pleasure-seeking neurotransmitter. It makes your brain want to go back for more of what made it feel good. So in going back over and over and over, so now we're fast-forwarding over time, you teach your brain that the way to feel good is in the screen, hitting the easy button, as I call it. So there's not much work to be done. One might say none. There's no work to be done and you can get this flood of dopamine where when you get dopamine in a healthy way, there's work to be done. We achieve and we earn dopamine basically by going out into the world and doing the things that we love and being with the people that we love. That's how we get dopamine in a healthy way. But when you keep hitting the easy button, you get more dopamine than you could ever get from the world. Uh, in a recent podcast, I talked to a colleague and he uh, used the analogy of candy versus apples. You're getting candy in the screen and you really can only get dopamine levels in the world that equal apples. But apples are pretty sweet if you haven't had a ton of candy. So what we want to do is retrain your brain to learn that, in fact, there is dopamine in the world. Because after hitting the easy button so many times, your brain is trained like a little puppy to go back to the screen to feel good. So what happens is it's called an A-B effect. After you keep going back into the screen over and over and over, the A effect is that when you're in the screen, you get this flood of dopamine and your brain feels good. Now, the B effect is that when you're not in the screen and you're in the world, you're trying to do your work, you're trying to study for university, you're having dinner with your parents, you are at a funeral, which is particularly stressful. You are having an argument with your honey, which is also stressful. Your brain learns there's no dopamine there. Actually, there's much less levels than there would be if you didn't hit the easy button. So the B effect is after the A effect of getting so much dopamine in the screen, there's actually lower levels of dopamine out in the world where there would be for most cases. Studying should be enjoyable to a certain extent if you are at university for something you're excited about. Um, having dinner with people you care about should produce lower levels of dopamine, apple levels of dopamine, but it still should be enjoyable. I always call it joy. So when you go into the screen, you're looking for hardcore intense pleasure, dopamine. When you're out in the world, you have joy. 
dopamine plus serotonin plus oxytocin for happiness and connection. It's apples versus candy bars. So when you go into the screen, it's rotten apples. You have lower levels of dopamine out there in the world. Now go back to the argument with your girlfriend or go back to the idea of going to a funeral, particularly stressful activities. Now, when you're in a stressed out situation, there's no dopamine because there wouldn't be any in the first place in a healthy brain, but now there's more cortisol, more stress neurotransmitter. And so now that drops the dopamine levels even lower and the stress neurochemical levels go up and your brain simply can't handle it because it's used to being in the screen where there's lots of dopamine. So let me bring this back to the world and what this means for you. What this means for you is that when you leave the screen behind and you've made that decision and you've committed, like we've talked about before, 100% commitment. You're in a program. You got into the 90-day Porn Brain Reboot program with me. We're meeting weekly and we're talking and I'm helping you. I'm helping you be accountable. You're moving forward. And now it's time to study or now it's time to go to work. Now it's time to get your five kids ready for school. Now, which I absolutely did not feel like doing this morning because it's Friday, I said to the kids, today's a day when you all can get yourselves ready, but there's a lot of them and they need support. Uh, but there, usually there's some dopamine there for me, but you know, I'm like, I, I'm not here for it today. So when you are in a stressful situation, your brain craves the dopamine. It screams for it. It's like, I need the dopamine that I have been given for all these years. Where is it? So you're in a recovery program and you're trying to stay away from the screen, but your brain is used to getting these hits of dopamine that it has not gotten. So what happens in terms of anxiety is when you stay away from the screen, you are helping your brain to recalibrate, unwire the porn brain pattern, rewire the optimal pattern, or even better, if you get into an awesome recovery program, and now you will have more feelings of anxiety in the short run. The reason being is there's no dopamine flood like you used to give it and the brain's recalibrating, but it still has those low levels of dopamine and those high levels of cortisol. So what that means is the activities that should be enjoyable in the world, they're not really enjoyable yet for you. And the stressful activities out in the world, they're twice as stressful for you right now than they would be if you hadn't been hitting the easy button for so long. So it takes time for your brain to recalibrate. So those first couple weeks could be challenging in terms of the feelings of anxiety. They will be heightened. They will be bigger than they were before because of going to the screen. And yes, this will decrease once you get through, and usually it's at least 30 days, at least a month, where you have to push through the discomfort, the uncomfortable feelings to get back to feeling comfortable. And that B effect will decrease for you over time. Then, of course, the more things that you do to get on purpose in your work, 
to enjoy the relationships that you have and do the work that you need to to make them healthy again because relationships really suffer because of a pornography addiction, um, because dynamics are thrown off. So if you can do the work there, you'll start enjoying your relationships. You will enjoy work again. Studying won't be hard. It will be something that you you can enjoy. I love studying. Studying's hard, but then my very favorite thing in the entire world is the point where you go from knowing you don't know the subject material to knowing that you know it, that moment that it clicks. And when it clicks, it's dopamine producing for you. So remember that your study should be fun. If you can't think and you can't get through studying, it is time to leave the screen behind. It is creating it. If you feel more anxious than ever, the screen is creating it. It creates it by giving you the A effect when you're consuming pornography and giving you a massive B effect when you are not. And so what it does is it literally sucks the joy out of your life. It sucks the dopamine out of your life and your brain learns there's only dopamine in the screen. And that is not a healthy place for you to be. So what I want for you is to leave the screen behind, leave this habit behind, and you have to do two things. But you get to do two things. You get the opportunity to do these two things is what I mean. The opportunity is that you must find another way to regulate your mood. And this can be tricky because you've taught your brain that when I feel anxious, I go to the screen. When I feel anxious, I masturbate. So you have to teach your brain, when I feel anxious, I go play basketball. I go hang out with my friends. I read a book. I watch some TV. I take a walk, take a run, work out, paint, do puzzles, do a crossword puzzle. You get the point. You have to find the thing that feels good to you and starts producing that dopamine IRL in the real world for you. And then when you start producing that dopamine in your life, while you're leaving the screen behind and not getting the dopamine there anymore, what will happen is your brain will recalibrate faster and more efficiently, and you will feel less anxious in the short run on your porn brain reboot journey and in the long run because you will have created a flexibly scheduled lifestyle that you love. Everybody deserves a life that they love. Most people don't understand that if you don't like your life, it is you who are creating it. And I say this with love because I've had to remind myself this a few times lately. I have been busier than ever. and I do not like being busy. Uh, busy is being stuck in time and time is not healthy for a brain. So when I'm running around like a maniac, which I have been, when I run around, what happens is it gets my brain on a schedule, which then pulls my brain into those extremes of the pendulum, running too fast and then I'm exhausted. I'm running too slow simultaneously. The way out is to go, you know what, Trish? Who's got you running around? And literally I said this to myself the other day because I'm like, you know what? My kids have me running around. My husband's got me running around because I'm doing more things because he went golfing. Uh, my friends have me running around because I went to the mountains with them and now I'm all backed up. No, 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 no. 
I've got me running around. I am choosing to do all the things that I put on my plate. And I've put just entirely too many. And most of them are pleasure seeking. It's like work, work, work and pleasure seeking. And I thought to myself, I'm like, this is literally ridiculous because we know when you seek too much pleasure, what does it create? Pain. It's the pain pleasure paradox. I made a video about that uh, a week or two ago saying that when you keep hitting the easy button, it tips into pain because of the AB effect. Well, life works the same way where if you are constantly trying to go hang out and go to dinner, have drinks with friends. Uh, I took my daughter to get her ears pierced because that was something she wanted. And, you know, it's mom, daughter bonding time, fun. You know, I'm running here, I'm running there. And then I'm thinking that is just pleasure seeking. And I am literally beat, pain, pain. I'm not beat anymore, but I was beat. So pain, that created a lot of pain for me. And then I thought to myself, I'll stop pleasure seeking and the pain will go away and I'll get back into the middle to that medium brain speed of joy, that flexibly scheduled life that's balanced for me. And when I get back there, that is where the spice of life is. That's when you can have fun being at work because you're not running around squeezing too many things in. You're not running around trying to have fun or to run your family places that they probably don't even want to go as a reality Balance it. Keep the balance in check because it will keep the A-B effect in check. So you definitely need to leave the screen behind and then absolutely find a way to regulate your mood in a healthy way. That was one. Number two is you must find a way to decrease hypersexuality and create healthy sexuality. And I made a bunch of videos in September of 2021 on the very subject. So what happens there is that you have to create a way to be able to find connection, find pleasure, find joy, stop looking for dopamine hits. So the challenge here in the action step is see where in the world you are looking for these dopamine hits. It might be checking people out. It might be lower level. If you actually are staying away from the screen and staying out of pornography, it might be that you're going on social media. It might be that you are eating. Many people will swap out food for dopamine. It's very dopamine producing. You might be working too much. That can, for the person who likes to work, that can become an addiction in itself, overworking. It might be that you're running around too much. It might be that you're sitting on the couch too much. So when I talk about myself, I always default to running around too much, but other people default to playing too many video games, watching too many what ifs, if you know what I mean, uh, spending too much time on the couch or spending too much time doing nothing balance. You have to do and then not do. And that is what keeps your brain in the middle. So the takeaway before we wrap up today is that anxiety comes from pornography use. If your anxiety has increased over time, I want you to know it is a causal factor. We know that. And so When you leave it behind and you find healthy ways to balance anxiety, that B effect will come down and you can ride off into the sunset.
Uh, okay, I hope that helps you out today. And uh, I probably should say one more thing before we wrap up is that many people had anxiety in the first place. So we know that when people go into the screen, anxiety and trauma can be a real strong driving factor. So if you struggled with anxiousness or anxiety before you found the screen, you may have found it to take the edge off of that anxiety. That's what addictions basically are. Alcoholism, uh, marijuana use, anything that kind of brings that hyper arousal in the brain, that very fast speed down in the brain, it takes the edge off. It takes you out of hyper arousal into hypo arousal very quickly. And that's why people like to go into the screen because that's the appeal. So it probably was a driving factor or a driving force for you. And I want you to know this because it's even more important for you to dig into family dysfunction or experiences that you may have had or patterns that you're currently using in your life that have either unresolved anxiety in there or ways that you're using your brain that will still create anxiety. And one example is just being entirely too busy or, you know, living a lifestyle that you can't afford. Many people do that. They spend too much money more than they make. And then they're constantly stressed out about being able to pay the bills. But again, that's a lifestyle that was created by you. You're choosing to do that. Many times people do that because they want to keep up with the Joneses and, I know that one from experience, been there, done that. Uh, not necessarily me, but my hubs back in the day, he wanted to keep up with the Joneses real bad, blowing through De Niro like it grew on trees until we, you know, until I'm like, dude, we need to pump the brakes on all this spending because we're going to be all strung out. And he was already there. So he uh, agreed with me quickly. And one of the best things we did, actually, this is a true story. Best things we did was we moved out of a really big house into a tiny house and it was the best time in our life. It was so relaxing and it was really fun. So understanding that you create it and you can uncreate it and you can solve those stressors that you have going. They all can be solved. Many can be just taken off your plate altogether. Others can be nuanced or massaged so that they are better for you. That's the challenge there. But going back to the idea that anxiety could be a driving force for you. So figuring out what that anxiety is and trauma can create a lot of anxiety. And so when people do the trauma work, the, the fog and the haze lifts for them because their brain was in an anxious mode for their entire life because of unresolved trauma in their brain. And that can be a really, really cool driving force for you. Okay. So I just wanted you to know that, that it will get worse because of the AB effect, but if it's still there over time, there's things that you can do to unwire that anxiety that might have been there all along. Uh, okay. So if you want help on this journey, reach out to me, drtrishley.com and, uh, I'll see you next time.